0: everybody, to Wolf Sheep. I am Luis Cavedo And I'm Matthew Walker. And we're starting on an odd time today. We usually do this at, uh, what, 3, 4 o'clock?
1: Yeah, once I've had a chance to get used to the world.
0: So, I, although I've had my coffee and I've been up for a couple hours, I'm still kind of groggy, and I think you are a little bit too. But we'll still uh, strive to give you a, a, a good, fun... Entertaining show.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's probably, the topic is probably good for this early in the morning because I'm feeling it.
0: (laughs) Well, the uh, topic inception, as always, uh, this week, it's, uh, well, I have a confession. One that you know of and uh, a few people know of. But, uh, you know, we used to have this practice uh, Garrett and I would do where Garrett used to be our... Uh, youth pastor or youth leader pa- pastor leader whatever and I would come to him and it's like alright confession time and I would and he would always cringe waiting to see what I was going to say whether it was right. really bad or not <clears throat> yeah but confession's good for the soul I like to think so, oh yeah so yeah you know in that spirit and just because it's, uh, it's an issue that I struggle with I figured it would be a good idea to bring this one up so confession time I like to curse. <laughs> uh, I don't do it terribly often, but you know, uh, I just sometimes I get stuck down a a, a black hole of cussing, and uh, for the you know the respect of others, I try to keep myself under control. Right. Uh, some people are more sensitive than others to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, when I was putting together the questions for this one i had somebody specific in mind which was samuel and samuel is he's his range of what is acceptable cussing seems to be very 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 limited yeah and and i just i try to when we sit down and have deeper conversations yeah not that i'm cussing all the time but i make (laughs) sure not to you know no GD, it's or anything like that. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah.
1: That's the grandmother of all, or granddaddy of all of them. I, n- I try to never say that. Is it? Unless I'm in my garage alone. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Gina oh, that gets, to me is like the worst.
0: Gina gets pretty up, upset at it, but yeah. I I never quite understood it, especially when on TV they uh, the part that they bleep out yeah. is the God part of it. Right. And I understand the whole taking the Lord's name in vain, but I right. think taking the Lord's name in vain is actually something else. But well, hey, maybe we'll talk about that too. But yeah, we want to ask a simple question today, which is, what's so bad about cursing? So let's start. Uh, can you remember the first time you cursed, or the first time you cursed in front of your parents?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: you want me to go first, or you want to go first? No, or? I'll go first. Okay.
1: The... um. I used to collect and sell aluminum cans when I was a kid Mm -hmm. for money. And, like, it was a ridiculous way to make money because you would make, like, 32 cents a pound. So, we were out
0: for, like, a higher amount in Oklahoma versus other Uh,
1: states. No, well, Oklahoma had just discovered aluminum, Uh you know. Is that (laughs) your questioning? Yeah. No, 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 From no. all in the dust know, like, okay. blowing around, you like know.
0: Michigan, they offer ten cents versus five cents, right? I think. That's no, they works. didn't offer more. Okay. Well, just in case, I'm just asking.
1: <laughs> um, they did not offer more, but so we're out <clears throat> trying to get exercise mm-hmm. and also picking up cans, and so I reached down to pick up a can, and it. Sitting next to the can on the side of the road was a copperhead, which is a venomous snake. Right. And I yelled, shit! (laughs) And my mother goes, Aaron Walker! Because I used to go by my middle name. Mm -hmm. But she goes, Aaron Walker, what did you just say? And I said, Mom, there's a copperhead by your foot. And she yelled, shit! And ran. (laughs) So uh yeah that was the first time and she got on to me and then she did the same thing so it was awesome
0: <laughs> well at least it was mutual at that point oh yeah, yeah. you yeah. shared in that <laughs> we
1: have a mutual hatred of snakes so anyway that yeah. was the first time
0: <laughs> i uh i actually had kind of an unconventional uh first curse word uh yeah. Was it Spanish or English? Oh, no. It was English, actually. Oh, okay. We did... You know, we were in Puerto Rico, so Spanish was the uh, more used out of the two languages. Yeah. But my brother's dad was from the States. My mom knew English already, so we did... You know, most of the movies we watched were in English, and we spoke a fair amount in the house. Uh, But I I feel like every time I say this, I throw her under the bus, but, you know, my mom would let us watch whatever movies... (laughs) Right, <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever watched one called House Party. Yeah, you know House yeah, Party with yes. Kid and Play, and okay.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So there's a there's a funny part in the movie. You know, they're throwing this big house party, and they invite everybody except these uh, three three guys. They're kind of like the bullies of the of the yep. movie. And then they suddenly show up at the party, and they're trying to block them from the door. And I'm trying to say, no, 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 you guys are not working. saying, like, what, 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 what's your problem? And then <laughs> the, the head guy, you know, he starts doing his speech. So he just, he goes, he looks at the other two and he's like, you guys smell that? You smell that? You smell that? You, you smell that? I smell pussy. <laughs> okay. Well, bad choice to actually go walking around the house one day. And I just, and uh, my mom and I said, you smell that? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. And I said it. And I had no idea it was a bad thing to say, so I just got yeah. slapped right across the mouth. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? <laughs> it seems to me that I have all these moments where I get slapped in the mouth for things I had no idea I did wrong. <laughs> and, she, and she couldn't help, like, it, she made one of those faces where, like she was upset, but she yeah. Wanted to laugh too. Yeah. She and she just said, "You don't say that." And I said, "Why? What's the point?" You know. <laughs> and she explained to me why it was crass and why it was wrong. And I was like, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you know, <those coughs> old kids don't say what you see in movies. Yeah. But that's. yeah, yeah that was that was kind of the first time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that kind of caught me off guard. I, that's that's a, up there too. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Is it? Oh man! You it, know what? I must. Well, it's a,
1: just crass.
0: It is crass. Yeah, and and I guess that just goes to show that I must curse like a sailor in my private life because I'm <laughs> like, oh, that's not that bad.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah not. that one's pretty. That one's up there. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's a there's one above right. that one, but
0: yeah. Yeah, we're not talk about no. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, where'd you learn how to curse?
1: Uh oh, this movie called Southern Comfort. It was on HBO. It mm-hmm. was about Marines in the swamp. My grandmother had just gotten cable, so we'd go to her house and we'd watch all the HBO shows. But uh, I think I heard the F-bomb and GD and, and everything because it was like Marines. Mm-hmm. And they just let it fly. And my mm-hmm. grandmother was probably in the kitchen cooking while I was watching this show. <laughs> she was the first one with the remote on her TV, too, so you could always mute it if she came in the room. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think I heard it from that. My dad my dad said one time, like my brother and I were arguing, and my dad was a staunch Christian, was in church all the time. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I were arguing over who was going to feed the goats like we had a friend that had paid us to feed goats. <clears throat> my brother and I were back and forth, back and forth and my dad says, I don't want to hear another word about those damn goats! And it was like a bomb went off in the universe mm-hmm. and it was quiet in the car for like 20 minutes mm. and like i'm like oh my gosh my world is shattered you know i didn't even think my dad knew those words but yeah well,
0: apparently he <laughs> did yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah
1: yeah he didn't use them often ever that's the first time first and last time i ever heard him use
0: mm-hmm. it yeah yeah i can uh trace it back to uh Sure, movies. Cause yeah, know, that's probably the first time you ever hear them. But I remember my uh, my cousin one time, and she's considerably older than I am. Yeah. But she asked me, "Oh, do you curse? At school, do you curse around your friends?" She was. It was one of those like um, probing questions about life, like, you know, "What's your behavior like outside of the house?" And uh, and I might have said, "No, I try not to." Mm-hmm. But when you're I think it's it, 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 especially at that age; it's very testosterone-based. So you're around the other dudes, and uh-huh. you know we talked about friendships and stuff last week. But um, yeah, I was I was around the guys, and you know, Catholic school, and uh, it was a bit shocking the first time you hear people or other kids curse. Uh-huh. But yeah, you start to pick up on it. And you get creative with insults. <laughs> <laughs> and and you hear all these all these things, so you start kind of repeating them, because it's like, well, if they're doing it, then right. I'll do it. But one of the most uh, observant and therefore acted out things was, of course, my mom. And my mom didn't cur- doesn't curse a lot. <clears throat> right. But if she was upset, you would always know by... Her word usage. Mm-hmm. and her word usage could get very um, <laughs> colorful. Colorful, yes. We use colorful, and and you know, depending on <laughs> it was like a it was like a bit of a meter. Like you know, it's like okay, we're at, we're at a four, DefCon four, DefCon right. five, right? Right. And you knew how upset she was by that. Yeah. And sometimes I would sit there and try to piece together well that particular <laughs> rant. <laughs> Was not exactly very uh, respectful to the family, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, even now, like, uh, I'll, I'll stub my toe or, uh, you know, drop something out of my hand. Yeah. And the tirade, <laughs> the quick tirade that I jump into for cursing sounds very very uncannily similar to something that she might John Oh she
1: learned from mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's not to blame Not it to on throw her mind. under the bus, but, yeah. but
0: but yeah, you know, learn yeah. behaviors. It's really I think what it comes down to. Yeah. I I'm happy for you because you had parents that were more uh controlled, I guess in that aspect, but
1: Yeah, I my mom had weird to moderate behavior rather than weird to moderate like cursing Mm -hmm. you know so i still took on some bad habits but i I the the first time i got bit on stage (laughs) by an animal like at sea world because i used to be an animal trainer but the first time a sea lion bit my shoulder like Mm -hmm. grabbed my shoulder in his mouth and then was done because they just you know they just bite you once to kind of like whatever if they bite you at all so
0: Was that the time you continued the show when you realized yeah, you were bleeding? Yeah,
1: but they told me backstage, they're like, we're so, gra- we're so glad you're a Christian because anybody else would have yelled the F-bomb or mm-hmm. whatever. And I yelled the most, or I, I, I said the most ridiculous Mary Poppins-esque ver- uh, phrase you could ever think. And so he bit my shoulder and I said, goodness gracious, what's going on around here? <laughs> and I was like... It's like that wasn't even dialogue in the show and that and I don't say that when I hit my hand with a hammer you right. know but it was just like anybody else probably would have yelled something but that's what I yelled and then it went on you know cuz we'd been trained to do in in an emergency you just carry out the show and mm-hmm. make sure everybody's okay but um but yeah that's yeah when I when I'm in my private life or when I'm in traffic or uh, some words come out. Mm-hmm. But I'm a writer, just like you are, and so I like. I feel like there are better ways to express yourself than to use those words. But there is a moment where you have, where you need like a pointed. I'm angry, and you can't say, "Well, I'm very angry with what you did right now." Right, right. <laughs> you can.
0: Well, but it takes time. There's different ways to express it, but yeah. Right. Uh, do you curse much in public or privately? You kind of just said it, but. Well, no. Like
1: I don't it's not they're not something i go to like the when i was in my heyday in my gay life mm-hmm. like they used to call me the terminator and uh because if there was somebody at a party that they didn't want there mm-hmm. i would just unleash hell on them with my mouth you know whether it was tearing them down whether it was cussing whether it didn't matter it was just like uh oh and my nickname Mm-hmm. I forbid you or anyone to call me this ever, but it was matitude. <laughs> I was like, what a horrible name, but it was so true. Like, because I could use words, and I've always used words to, you know, to inspire. I mean, I used to use words to manipulate and and everything like that. So mm-hmm. I don't, I feel conviction about certain cursing. Like there are certain words that I feel like should be, um, should be given a free hall pass, mm-hmm. you know. But then there are other words that, like when you have, when you hear kids nowadays use the f bomb every other, every other word, like in a conversation, it's like it loses its, it loses. If it has an effect, mm-hmm. it loses that effect. And it's a horrible word to me, the f bomb, and I just. Like, there's no reason to use it every other sentence. You're not really saying anything. You're sort of using it as misguided punctuation.
0: It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a crutch that you use as, uh, almost filler. Right. Like, okay, well, we'll pad out this word with this. And yeah, and
1: it's, it's like, but why? Like, what are you trying to say? Because you're obviously not
0: saying it. Well, you, you, if you wanted to study the psychology of it, you have to wonder, well, is it, um, are you really angry or are you right. just not able to express yourself because you're lacking in the amount of vocabulary right. you have? That's not to say that they're dumb. Whoever's cursing a lot, it's just that's the best way that you can express yourself. Yeah. Uh, do I curse much publicly or privately? Well, if I feel bad every time I drive to your house.
1: Every time you ever what? I drive to your house. Oh, in traffic? Yeah. So you say bad things to people? Yeah. But I'd I'd like a side note here. Lewis drives like an 80-year-old woman.
0: I don't drive that. So I
1: don't know why you would get mad at other people. I can see why other people get mad at you in traffic. Okay.
0: I mean, you've been in the car with me before. Oh, I have. It was the
1: longest adventure of five-minute drive (sighs) I've ever taken.
0: It wasn't that bad. (laughs) I don't drive like an old... I, I drive slower than most people, especially in Florida. But I yes. do not drive like an old lady. It's not that bad. <laughs> Let's stop with the old stuff already.
1: All right. You drive like a... Uh, you drive like someone who has all the time in the world to get where they're going. How about oh. that?
0: <laughs> I always ask you, are you on a timetable? And I'll and I'll try to get there.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean I want to go see the Grand Canyon oh on the way to the God. convenience store. All
0: right. All right. <laughs> okay. You've been in the car with me and yes. you know that I'm not cussing up a storm. I might get frustrated, but I'm not cussing up the storm. Oh, not at all. For whatever reason, Thursday mm-hmm. because Thursday's the usual day we record, I'll leave the store, I'll run here, pick up yeah. the laptop, get in the car, and start driving to your house. Yeah. Now most of the time because you keep pretty busy, you have your schedule, you're You've got maybe an hour and a half, two hours to record. So I'm trying to get there as early as possible in case we can start early. Yeah. And we have a lot of tourists. And that's probably the (laughs) the fastest I drive is on the way to your house. And I've caught myself when I'm parking up on the roadway to your house. And I'll just sit there in shock and say... My God, we're about to go record a podcast about Jesus <laughs> about Jesus, <laughs> and I just used his name to take everybody's <laughs> everybody's luck and uh, damn them all to hell, but <laughs> it's oh. not a particularly good practice, but yeah, right that's probably when I curse the most and i and I am so glad, so glad that there's no recording devices in the car. <laughs> because it would it would be a whole other podcast nobody would ever look at me the same and yeah yeah that's not a good feeling but publicly no not really i mean i'll let it out if it's necessary like you said because it's an expression yeah but i'm very choice around the people that i'll use it with and that doesn't mean that it makes it right but like even at work you know because we get frustrated with things and things will come up and sometimes when you're angry, that's just the best way to express yourself. You just can't help it. It's just what yeah. Comes out.
1: No, I I understand that. I was, I, I was in the garage the other day, and well, like I, I I was in the garage the other day, and that was one thing. But like at the other day at one forty-five, I'd sat down to lunch, mm-hmm. and I get a text from the chairman of my board for my ministry, and she says, "Hey." do you want to pick me up on the way or do you want to? And I said, w- what What are you talking about? She goes, we have a meeting at 3 across town, 15 mm-hmm. minutes away. And I was like, w- "What? That? that's today? I have it on my calendar for another day. And she goes, nope, it's today. And he's a time stickler. And I'm like, ah. So I pack up, you know, the waitress comes back. I pack up all my food. It uh-huh. has not been touched. I think I took a bite off of a chicken wing and – Pack it all up, and on the way there, I am just doing the Chevy Chase Christmas vacation, you know, (laughs) speech at the end. And, like, I'm frustrated with myself, and it's just... "Ah!" And so anybody that gets in my path at that point Mm -hmm. is subject to my rage. And I'm going to meet with a pastor, you know, and share the vision of my ministry. And here I am in the traffic, so frustrated. I mean, and our traffic's going to be worked on for the next five years. Oh, yeah. You know? So, like, get used to it. But that was the moment that I really, like, my... The words, the anger, the frustration. And it didn't end because then after that meeting, I got a text and said, hey, where are you? And I was supposed to meet more people at 430. I did not meet them. My phone dies. And I began to beat the steering wheel in my car. I had a mini meltdown that became a full-fledged meltdown. And... I can't even remember cuz I blacked out of all the stuff that I said on the way home. It mm-hmm. took me till the next morning to recover and be like, "Okay, I'm a normal human <laughs> and I'm a horrible person" all at the
0: same time. Well, you know why I uh, <coughs> I'm always waiting for the moment just because you mentioned the whole steering wheel thing. I'm always waiting for the moment. I'm just bang 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 just uh, airbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> And then that's not gonna make it any better,
1: but Well and then I go to C V S and I'm trying to buy a cord mm-hmm. and, and the guy's like, Do you wanna scan your card? I said,
0: I don't wanna scan the card, I need to get in the car and I need to
1: charge my phone And he's like, Okay, sir, have a nice day. I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> oh man Well that's all right uh, you know I did not cuss at him, but I'm just like I don't care about saving whatever. I'm gonna return this anyway.
0: Yeah, no well at that matter oh, at that point it's just some It's a different matter. It's not even about anger. It's not even about expressionism. It's just frustration. Just general frustration.
1: Communication devolved to its base level Mm -hmm. at that
0: point. What sets you off or causes you to curse? Is it reactionary or expressive? No, I think most...
1: Well, there's different levels, I guess. Mostly the big words are reactionary. Mm -hmm. And expressive... Like sometimes I say, what the hell? You know, and, and that's... Like, the, even that, like, I see people's faces sometimes. Um, and then, what was, uh, somebody said something the other day. Somebody called somebody an ass clown. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. But I, and I don't want to ever use it again, but it's hilarious. It's a,
0: it's a great one, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, because. <laughs> the, the, the famous Chris Jericho well, I know he didn't come up with it. In fact, I think it comes from a movie, but. hmm. He, that was Chris Jericho, was a wrestler or is a wrestler mm-hmm. in the WWE, and he that's one of his choice ones. He oh, okay. Ass clown, but yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and the other word sometimes I just cuss at him in Spanish, mm-hmm. not the big words, but just Spanish words. So I'd like, I call people uh, idiota. I'm like, ah,
0: idiota. Oh, that's pretty tame. I, mean, I know, just but idiot. for
1: me, it's like an expression outside my normal cage of words, mm-hmm. you know? So that makes me feel a little better.
0: Well, as as kids, we were taught we couldn't call each other stupid. You know, yeah. Especially my brother and I. So, stupid was like a bad word for mm-hmm. the longest time. And then it's just like, well, we'll just keep, we'll find other stuff to call each other. <laughs> but, um, yeah, most of the time it is reactionary. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's stub your toe, it's hit yourself. Uh, but, man, it's it sucks when, because Gina is really good about not cussing. Yeah. So when she drops, and you know, it's very, very rare, very extremely rare. But when she drops an F bomb, it's like, ooh. you it's know, like hearing my dad cuss that. Yeah, one yeah, time. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. You you re, you know how upset she is because you know that, even afterwards she like excuses herself and it's like yeah. okay I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and and sorry, darling. I mentioned that you say the F word, on occasion, very rare occasion, but yeah. Uh, but yeah you know it's I'll start I'll come home from work and it was a rough day yeah and I'll, I'll get into it and most of the time she's very uh, nurturing about it yeah or she'll just let me get it all out and express myself and there's a lot of choice words in there there's a lot of uh, anger coming out in that particular form and that's it you know if if I let it all out at that point, okay. If I keep going with it, it's like you know, ruler on the on the wrist. That's uh-huh. it. No more. <laughs> Stop it. You've had your time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know, it's it's funny because yeah, you are affected by the things you watch too. Like uh, we, every once in a while, we'll start watching the Trailer Park Boys. And I don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. You, yeah. yeah, it's these Canadian guys, and it's like a pseudo reality style show. Oh, okay. And they, yeah, they get pretty creative with how they come up with their cursing, and uh, you start looking at that, and all of a sudden, you find yourself talking like them. You know. Yeah. And, and and yeah, you know, at times it can be expressive, and but that's not the kind of expression you want to have, so
1: right oh no i I remember <clears throat> like I would never verbalize this, but I remember watching Ryan Reynolds in Blade Three mm-hmm. and just his they wrote such a dialogue for him that it was so expressive, but it was <coughs> it was floral it it was flowery dialogue with curse words interspersed, and like just the way that he tore some of the other people down, some of the other vampires like. And you're like, well they're the bad guys, so it's kinda
0: funny the way you're saying it, but I was like,
1: I would never say that. Well you
0: know? And and he's he's kind of the expert in sarcasm when it comes to acting and just the way he can do that. Which is funny because a lot of cursing does come in with sarcasm. You know, it's like a tied emotion. You always tie with anger, but it, it can be just it can be just as effective still wrong, but effective in, yeah. you know, bringing somebody down or being uh, sarcastic, yeah. Is it ever okay to uh, curse, or can you find an excuse for it?
1: Uh, I You know, like for me, I don't think it's okay as mm-hmm. a Christian. You know, they, the Bible talks about there's power of life and death in the tongue, and that's mm-hmm. like, you, you mentioned something about using the Lord's name in vain. Like I really consider that. I consider that using the Lord's name in vain cuz if you think God is all powerful and you're saying God damn this thing, mm-hmm. then you're you're basically you're not invoking God, but you're basically cursing that thing, you know? Right. Jesus cursed the fig tree. I don't think he said <laughs> <laughs> but by, by all means I don't think he said, you know. Right. By blah, my, blah, name, blah. my by, by my name, I ma'am. <laughs> but but I, I think I don't think it's ever okay because there are so many other words that you can use to express yourself. But on the drive over here, I was thinking, this podcast is probably going to get us banned, especially since you use the p-word. Um, <laughs> this podcast is sorry. probably going to get so us sorry. banned from any illuminate church like function from here on out. But like, you know, we always exist on the fringe, and I'm comfortable on the fringe anyway. But when I was on the way over here, mm-hmm. I realized that my cursing and when I let out the big words, it's an expression of the stuff deep within me that I think is fine, that I think I don't have anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But God often does that. Like he, he allows me to get in situations that almost is like that the lid pops off and the anger and the fear and the bitterness inside just come out Mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I hear people all the time say well you know push came to shove and I just responded well and I did this and there -hmm. were situations at work that I responded well but then there are now situations where you know I I don't I have a lot of conversations with real people Mm -hmm. and so they're using these words to me and so I'm using the words to them as well not to look cool to them but that's their language and so when somebody's looking at me and kind of sharing their heart but wincing when they're using a curse word. I don't care if they're using a curse word. Mm -hmm. They're talking about their sexuality or they're talking about um, their sexual abuse for the first time with a Christian in the context of getting help for it. So I have no problem using that language back with them. I know there's some, you know, Christians out there who say, you have to set an example. You know, you have to be that example to these people. And I'm like, you know, your example is not even letting them in the door. Mm-hmm. So, you know.
0: No, I uh, yeah. I so, always applaud um, Andre. Yeah. Andre used to be a, a youth leader with us. Yeah. And Andre had an ability, which I think was only matched by you, to reach uh, the most angry or the most... Uh, resistant people that would come or kids that would come to our youth group yeah but he had no qualms or no problems sitting down talking life with somebody and having them express themselves yeah completely and he was cool with it and he wouldn't say well don't use that language or don't use this yeah he just wanted to listen yeah and if you have to you know talk back in, in a certain manner well if it brings them at ease then then you know what's the big deal if at the end of the day you're leading somebody to Christ, and I'm not saying, well, know. no, I I think you will because
1: it's almost like coloring outside the lines. Mm-hmm. If 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 the if the if the cat is hung up in the comfort,
0: yeah, I, I get
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cat's claws were hung up in the Afghan thing. Um, so if. If they're expressing themselves maybe for the first time, they've experienced what it means to have boundaries in school. Mm-hmm. And they probably experienced what it means to get their hands slapped, cursing or whatever. And so when these kids are genuinely in their element and you ask them to pop into your element and, and calm themselves down or, or don't say that word or whatever because mm-hmm. of your comfort, it's like that might be the the first time that a kid – cusses around you you know that that may be uh, that may be the first time that he's felt the freedom of expression to share everything Mm -hmm. and like you said confession is good for the soul and so if i can get that out (coughs) excuse me Mm -hmm. i may never i may never have to talk that way again with you but i need you to know the severity of how how i'm wounded i need you to know the severity of of where i've been what i've done and i need you sometimes they do it to test you connect with this one kid that's um i started connecting with him when he was like 16 or 17 Mm -hmm. and now he's in his 20s but every time the conversation starts out with him testing me and you know he'll test me with racial things he'll test me with sexual things he'll test me with cursing Mm -hmm. just to see how i respond and one day he started out i said can you stop that crap we're friends and like it doesn't like don't test me like because i'll probably fail mm-hmm. and so let's just get to the conversation and and it helps jar him into the place i'm actually there to listen to him and not judge him on cursing or who he's sleeping with mm-hmm. or you know he's less than you know he's younger than 21 and he drinks now mm-hmm. and so it's like i told him i said yeah my preference is for not you not to do this stuff but i'm not going to set and and judge you on it and not get to the meat of the matter which is your heart
0: Uh, just to better understand yeah the the testing that you're talking about when these conversations occur he's trying to see if you'll react in an angry manner yeah
1: he's trying to get a rise out of me you know and and, or if I'll react in an angry manner if I'll react like a Christian does Mm -hmm. because his dad's super religious and so I go on walks with him around his neighborhood because I'm not his dad and um, he can talk to me in a different way than he would his dad. You mm-hmm. know, if I, I think that's the thing—if you're always putting up boundaries for the people you're trying to mentor or lead—then mm-hmm. it's almost like you just when they come over to interact with you, you put them in a cage and you say, "This is your boundary. This is all you can do." Rather than allowing them to express themselves legally, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, um, it, allowing them to express themselves to a point where. You can see where they're hurt, where they're anger. You can help them identify. Well, you're not really feeling this. There's a root of something, and because here's what here's for me. Mm -hmm. I felt like when um, I'm I'm having a lot of throat issues today. Sorry, but um, (laughs) back in the day when we had that little hiccup at our church, Mm -hmm. you know where things happened and I left the church. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, things happened in the church that I didn't agree with. I left the church. Well, I wasn't sure if I had a right to be angry. I wasn't sure if I had a right to be hurt, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when I would express it to people, in order to, to get them to not judge me for leaving or in order to um, show them exactly where I was at, mm-hmm. I had to convey anger quickly. I would use curse words. And right. I even used it with Pastor Tim. Like, Pastor Tim, I thought, was like this big evil guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't sure what his role and what had happened was. And when I sat down with him, I sat down at a Cracker Barrel. He bought me lunch. He was the nicest, sweetest man. And I let fly with a couple because I'm like, it was almost in a sense telling him, you're not my authority. Mm -hmm. You're just another man sitting across the table from me. And here's how I feel. And I have a license to feel this way. And he responded so well. And he responded like a Christian would, mm-hmm. to the point that I felt a little convicted about what I said. Right. But I understood, like sometimes in this world, you can't just feel bad because people don't let you feel bad or sad. One day, right. you have to show them that you're really bad or sad, and the the you know the use of curse words sometimes um, is is a pointed way to show them. Well, I'm really mad, so it's mm-hmm. it's okay people can't have just regular emotions nowadays because there's something wrong with them or they're not allowed to. And I think for me, cursing was a way to put people back beyond the borderline of my heart, behind mm-hmm. the boundary line of my heart and, and just say, I have a right to this anger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to express it. I don't care what you say. You're not in my life right now. Right. You know, and, and with all that, I mean that was what was going on in my brain, but what came out of my mouth was either the F bomb or you know well, blah blah and,
0: blah. Yeah, and that's
1: I like cussing it's like, like the like cartoons, the racca fraka, raka raka fraka you know. Right. Sound a little bit like
0: Tasmanian devils.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he gets upset.
0: Mm-hmm. No, there's there's two things I want to mention about that. Okay, go.
1: Number I one talked is, a lot.
0: Oh no no, it's fine. Number one is that I, I I I'm you know, I'm with you on that that... Mm-hmm. I'm usually very subdued about my emotions. I control them. I try to be as composed as I can. Yeah. Around family even, you know, Gina, everybody. And for there's a, there's a number of people with who I am willing to get upset, not at them specifically, but show that side. Yeah. And they see that, like my mom will see me get upset or my brother, and they don't like it. Because they're used to me being composed, etc. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm not really that upset at you. You can't tell me to just be quiet and shut up and not talk. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I need yeah. to... You know, I let you be upset. I let you be angry. I let you express yourself. And then, you know, you're, you're telling me I can't be mad. Right. And that's where... That's that's one of those challenges that I come across. It's like, then, then you just want to even push things further down because... Well, because
1: they won't let you you have that normal response. Mm -hmm. They respond to a bigger response. And so sometimes with the people you're with, you just go to the bigger response. Right. Like I had somebody at church one time ask me. I was practicing saying no to people Mm -hmm. because I said yes to everything. Somebody came up to me and asked me to help at church. And I was like, they said, would you be willing to do this? And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, okay then. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I just said no. I didn't say no. You're an idiot. Right. I didn't say no and cut you out. And and so people, I, I love the boundaries book by Cloud and Townsend, because it talks about how you you can't just say no to somebody. You either have to have a reason, mm-hmm. or you have to have anger, or you have to basically. Because I I think it's this. People take advantage of other people Mm -hmm. uh, because we live in a selfish world, but people will take advantage of you if you just say no or they'll push you to do it. You know, those Amway people. Oh my gosh. I've had so many Amway people in my life. I'm like, I don't want to sell your dang soap. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to go door to door. Um, I don't have a bike. I don't have a tie. I'm not going to do it. Um, But, but it's like normal expression is not accepted and it's not Mm -hmm. okay so like just like you're experiencing, you almost have to put people on guard mm-hmm. just to be able to say no.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's funny. and that's where
1: these handy words come in,
0: right? Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, it's the floodgates; you can't help but then at oh, that yeah. point, okay, well, here's all you know, it's all coming out. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is when I think of. Uh, Christians or just believers combating non-believers about yeah. anything you know the the immediate uh, thought that comes to mind is an abortion clinic yeah or, uh, or you know pick whatever protest yeah and <coughs> the world or the people who consider the world or the worldly will respond one way and if the expression or the emotion is the same from the other side from the Christian side whether you're using choice words or not, it doesn't really matter because you're still expressing and combating and not turning the other cheek. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, Yeah. Well, you're going to hell still sounds like a curse to me. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, still yeah. Go, it's still judgment. Go passion. to hell. Yeah. You don't
1: want to say that to somebody.
0: But what I'm saying yeah. is that just because you're... Oh, I see what you're
1: saying. Just because
0: you're not using yeah. four-letter words doesn't yeah. mean that you're not cursing somebody else there's still the emotion the sentiment is still there yeah so
1: that lacks compassion when you're telling somebody you're yeah. burning hell you yeah realize? there's
0: there's more than one way to curse somebody out
1: oh yeah yeah that's all I wanted to say so. well yeah because we're if we're made in the image of God and we're cursing other humans you know I, and I I reasoned it out by saying well I'm cursing their behavior <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. You know? Because people do some really bad behavior out on I four. Oh yeah, and and I think I've gotten to a point where I do Christian cussing. I'm like, what are you thinking? And and I just dialogue about their whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, they may drive that way in two mules, Kansas, but they don't drive that way in Orlando. Speed it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. Yep. No, I'm I'm fully aware. I live here too. Yeah. Uh, this one is an unChristian like behavior or even a sin. curse and why and the reason i asked that one yeah was uh we had a message a long long time ago at church uh and the pastor was talking about i think his uncle yeah and on his deathbed he asked him his you know our pastor oh you know am i am i going to hell because i cursed a lot you know, I cursed. I, I think he was even cursing on his deathbed. Yeah. And he said, "Well, am I am I going to hell?" Because he was still a believer; he had accepted Christ. Yeah. And uh, and he grabbed his hand, and I think he said, "No, I think, <laughs> I think you'll be all right. I think you're going to, to heaven." But mm-hmm. that's why I asked that: is it at that point obviously you're comforting someone? But I think the question still applies: is it a sin? Is it a sinful behavior? Is it? wrong.
1: Well, I I think this, the scripture that comes to mind is if you know it's wrong and you do it anyway, mm-hmm. then it's a sin to you. Amen. So, <clears throat> I think for me as a writer, I don't want to express myself that way, mm-hmm. but they are it's like my like a Geiger counter of what what radiation lives inside, you know. Mm-hmm. I know when I get superheated or when um things are bad, that my response in my brain is a primal response, mm-hmm. and, I, and I use those words. So I, I thought about it, you know, as we've been doing the podcast and as I've been living my life, I thought about it. I'm like, if this person was standing in front of me, would I use this word? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't I choose to use it with other people? You right. know, and it, and I, and I likened it to this when I was in my gay life. Well, I can have sex with those people, or but these people are my friends. Or, you know, when I left the gay life, well, I can lust over that person, mm-hmm. but I'm leading this person to Christ. It's like, what's the difference? You know, and so when I'm cussing, it's like, well, I'm cussing in front of this person, but I would never say that in front of this lady right. or that man. And so to me right there, it's not it's not this horrible thing that happens, but it's like if you can't do it for general consumption, you know. my My grandmother used to have this Things she would say, she'd say, shit, fire, and save the matches. And I just thought it was like, well, that's like functional, you know, like if you could really do that, you know, like Game of Thrones style. Um, but but I, my grandmother used it like an expression, you mm-hmm. know, so like it it was, I wouldn't say it's a rich heritage, but it's definitely part of my heritage hearing words like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, you know, if you saw somebody who was attractive, you'd say they're built like a brick shit house. And so I say built like a brick outhouse. So I've changed things around right, yeah, or carved that. out a cream cheese. But mm-hmm. um, so, like, it doesn't matter if you've been steeped in it your whole life. If you think it's wrong and, and you realize you shouldn't be doing it, mm-hmm. it's an area of concern for you, just like, you, you know, just like sexual expression or or – serving in the church you know i tend to have a lot of sexual expression stuff in my head just because of the ministry that i do
0: right yeah it's just part of your ministry but
1: but yeah i think so i think it's a it's a thing but now if i say that i'm not supposed to do it anymore so well, well have to be prim and proper we've got to take the explicit warning off of our blog our podcast now <laughs> uh, no well i'll always keep it just in case
0: and today I mean, we'll so- talk about sugar and things of that nature well the just the mere fact, yeah, that you said, well, we'll get banned under certain circles, and I still go back and look back to <clears throat> that first podcast we did, yeah, and confessing about maybe one day I'll try pot brownies, and the the reaction that I imagine some people would have, and I know that not everybody in our church listens to this. I know that right. in fact, oh yeah, probably they very much ignore us. Yeah, <laughs> but if they found out, yeah, you know, the reaction would be like, oh my god, you know, yeah, and. That's why I put that explicit on there, but I'm showing you a level of vulnerability that maybe most people wouldn't be willing to show.
1: Yeah, and and that's that's the way I live my life. That's the way I, I do ministry. Mm-hmm. Is that and and <clears throat> to a certain extent, the blog address that I give at the end of these is I live. God said, write this like a low down dirty Christian who's been redeemed. Mm-hmm. He didn't say write it like a sinner. 'Cause I'm not a sinner. I'm a saint who's been redeemed. Right. You know, once you accept Christ, I don't I don't adhere to that ideology that I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm a saint now because mm-hmm. I am the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. And so, um when it comes to when it comes to that, it's like um I'm totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well uh, just with your with your oh, blog. with the blog, okay. Yeah.
1: So he said, write it like a low-down, dirty Christian mm-hmm. who's been redeemed. And that, to me, said, don't write it from behind a pulpit. Don't write it from on top of a mountain and say, I'm here. You can come to me. Mm-hmm. Write it from down in the depths where you take air to the people who don't have oxygen, where you take water to the people who are thirsty, mm-hmm. where you take me, Jesus Christ, into places where I don't normally get invited to. And so that was the blog You know, that's Mm -hmm. what I write the blog. And I had a guy comment on my blog one time, and he said, you know, this blog would be really good if he didn't cuss. And
0: I'm
1: like, dude, you don't need to be reading my stuff then, because you're not here, you're not desperate enough to get help. You're not in that place. You're in a place of being a Pharisee or the religious right. Mm -hmm. And I I write to people who are hurting, who actually have real issues rather than you. You know, your issue with me using hell or you know, something. Or even... Yeah, or pissed either, off, or, I yeah, think. Even, yeah.
0: even just stronger language. But it, yeah. I've never... Every time I read your blog, not that I'm expecting it, but I'm not surprised by it. Yeah. Because I know what you're trying to achieve. And that's to show the depth of frustration that other people may have that you share with them. Yeah, And, you know, just the fact that you use the word or are willing to use it, I think, opens up avenues for people that wouldn't otherwise not listen, because right. all they hear is Christianese. Other, other ones. Yeah, and,
1: and 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 here's the thing: I think they know that the young people today and people know that there's something bubbling beneath the surface of everybody. And mm-hmm. so, for us to pretend like it's not, and I'm not saying we go around just being of the world all the time. Mm-hmm. But for us to go around acting like we've got it all together when there's a world that's hurting and dying and they know we're full of crap, mm-hmm. you know? It's <laughs> so funny crap. <laughs> um, that's a terrible one. Uh, when they know, it, it's like seeing someone bleeding out and say, get up. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. got a Band-Aid for you. Get up. It'll be fine. And, and they're not fine. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think this podcast and a lot of the i think this podcast for one is people being real you know and and I think people need to hear you being real because we're not we're not proselytizing go out and cuss up a storm right we're proselytizing the fact that Jesus Christ is lord and we're not perfect and we're just simply talking about things i mean my whole ministry is talking about things that the church won't talk about Mm-hmm. I'm, I talked to a family this week there about their son who struggles with homosexuality, and they're like, why don't churches talk about this? And I'm mm-hmm. like, they're scared of it, and they're scared of me, because I talk about
0: it, you know? Right. So, no, it yeah. happened on Saturday. We went to, uh, Gina <clears throat> and I do the ballroom dance thing, and every month they have a big dance, and we saw a lot of people that we hadn't seen in a while. And they, you know, they always ask, well, what's new? And uh, Gina said, oh, he's got a podcast. And I said, yeah, 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 we've got to go, go on. And... The lady asked, well, and she's a churchgoer too. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, well, what's it about? And I said, yeah, it's about our faith and our walk and, you know, just uh, more so the things that most churches or most Christians will just avoid talking about. Yeah. And that's what I always wanted this to be because we create this wall of sanctity. Sanctity is not a bad thing, but sanctity repels certain people because they see that and they make assumptions about just how perfect you are yeah and therefore how that will keep them from joining a circle you know yeah and i just i want to talk about the things that we struggle with i want to talk about the things that come up despite whatever belief we have right in this world so yeah that was always the point of this thing and she she liked it she liked the idea i told her about your ministry and she's like well yeah you know we need more of that that needs yeah. to be more visible in the church yeah. uh we'll, we'll we'll talk about your ministry soon but you know there's a there's a there's i guess a level of restraint to talk about that because in this world you know so many people have their own assumptions about how you conduct your ministry Right. What exactly is the goal? And you know, that's when you get into the sticky stuff about. Oh, you know, are they? Are you trying to, um, not so much cure, but what's the word? Uh, pray the gay away. Yeah, not just <laughs> yeah, not just that, but you know, just just the whole uh, conversion therapy or whatever. Yeah. And oh well, you know, we don't want to talk about that because we don't want people knocking on our door and asking questions about it. Yeah. Well, if they come knocking on the door, well, why don't you just open the door and have a conversation with them about it? You know, this isn't what we're trying to do. Oh, I know. So yeah, it's well, just... and
1: and like, like when SeaWorld tried to battle the Blackfish movie, mm-hmm. like there was there was bits that the Blackfish movie, oh, the the Blackfish movie did call them on that they should have fixed. But then there were things that people just got in their head that they don't do at all. Right. And and you weren't going to tell anybody the truth. They believed what they wanted to believe because it was a train that was going out of control. And so that train going out of control was what happened to um, Exodus. You know, when Mm -hmm. Exodus was around for 35 years and then all of a sudden two ministries out of 250 uh, had a couple of bad seeds in them. Mm -hmm. And they judged the whole by those two ministries and that wasn't the case at all. And so um, I I don't sit and worry about the big group of people that are angry and that want everything that's sin-based, exalted, while they want everything that's Christian-based, you know, thrown out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I had a conversation this week. When, like, when people get disillusioned by the gay community, when people have any amount of Christianity in their life, and God gets them to the point where it, he shows them that sexuality is not their answer, and, and that identity is not in their sexuality but in Christ, when they get to the point of ready to exit the gay world, mm-hmm. which is where I was at, those are the people I minister to. I don't go to gay bars. I don't go on street corners and hold up signs like you're burning hell. Right. And the other F word, you know, against them. Um, my goal is just to wait by the fence for when they leave. Because if you have any amount of Christianity in you, God is going to get to you. Jesus is going to um, reach you. It just mm-hmm. depends on whether you're walking or crawling or limping or in a wheelchair. You mm-hmm. know, because that life took a lot out of me. It was exhausting and, um, I never had my unhappiness with the gay world had nothing to do with the Christian world and everything to do with how it made me feel, mm-hmm. you know? And if something's that great, you know, and, and and meet your needs so much and is who you are, why is drinking so rampant? Why is sexuality so rampant? Why are there other behaviors that are trying to mask how you really feel, you know? and, mm-hmm. Real quick, the the kid that I talked to this week, he went from kind of attacking me and saying, well, I'm never attracted to a woman and, and, and I've never been attracted to a woman and I don't know how you expect me to, you know, be attracted to a woman. And I said, well, that's not my expectation at all. Mm-hmm. My expectation is find Jesus and then let's let him sort all that stuff out. And we finally got to a point where he said, well, I asked God to take this away and he didn't. Mm-hmm. and." I didn't want this, and so the conversation changed at that point. Instead of being on the defensive, or instead of being on the offensive, he came in and um, actually began to share what was underneath. And mm-hmm. that's what my ministry is: getting to the root and the and uh, the core of what's going on with somebody, one person at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need a show on TV. I don't need to reach wide amounts of people for my ministry or Matthew Walker, like. I need to reach the whole world for the gospel, but sometimes you eat an elephant one bite at a time.
0: hmm Yeah, and and that's what I've always admired about you and your ministry too is that you, you know, the seeker comes around and yeah. you're just there waiting.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's why I have a house. That's why I have all the stuff that I have is because God knows that I give it back. Mm-hmm. You know, and that. I don't know. If you come to my house and you see something you like, take it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, don't take my furniture. Well, if you want to take my furniture, God will give me more. But, right. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, I, I don't think we can live as Christians on a city on a hill, mm-hmm. you know, and just hope that nobody comes to invade us. You know, we have we have to live out in the world.
0: Yeah. Well, just uh, to wrap up, Yeah. I guess we got a slightly closer background topic sorry that i think that was it's our that, dang podcast we'll do what yeah, we want it wasn't a bad thing to get it don't tell you. me what to do <laughs> uh screw you what will you tell somebody that struggles <clears throat> with what <laughs> uh what you what will you tell somebody that struggles with person shut the hell up <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: no i i would say like i said what's the honest reason why you do it mm-hmm. is it just a learned behavior and it's part of your communication skills or is there something deeper, like, like you know, like like you said, you you can't just have a normal composed reaction. Mm-hmm. People respond better to um, curse words, or they respond better to a show of emotion. And I'm like, I didn't let dic- people dictate my life in any other way. Why do I let them dictate it in this way? Mm-hmm. And so my my thing now is like understanding where the other person's coming from you know and understanding where other people are coming from when you're when you're getting heated when you're getting anger and mm-hmm. my my struggle with anger and cursing is not somebody else's fault mm-hmm. any more than me walking into homosexuality was anybody's fault um so i i think just be if this is something you struggle with then be ready to identify and help god Help you identify some of the roots and causes Mm because you could start a cuss jar, you know, and put a quarter in it every time, but that's like throwing water over the flames of a fire. It's not like throwing water at the base of the fire. So, why do you cuss? Is it an expression that you love? Is it an expression that you can't think of anything else to say? Do you feel pushed? Do you Mm -hmm. feel manipulated? You know, get to the core. Anything we deal with is a core reason, Mm -hmm. I think. 85% 85% of the time. Those are statistics in the Library of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Congress, Alabama. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh uh yeah, no know, know thyself is always good. Yes. As far as why you do it. Uh I promised you I would mention this one because I used to use it. And uh somehow I've fallen out of the habit. Okay. And I well maybe that's a, another problem, but uh I would use uh uh, not scapegoats but replacements
1: oh replacement words yeah. like
0: I said oh well fudge crackers you know or <laughs> <laughs> or you know I, I,
1: you know I'm of the mind I don't think that's as bad I'm sorry yeah. like all those there's a lady in church that's like you know what you're thinking I'm like but I didn't say it that's a start get off my you know mm-hmm. get off my back it's
0: a, yeah it's a step on the path to yeah. recovery I guess fudge crackers or or the other one I would always do is man it is Hotter than a rhinoceros's, uh nose hole right now, you know? <laughs> I have
1: one, I say, uh, motherless son of a one-armed goat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the sentiment is probably still in there somewhere, but at least, you know, you're not it's offending diffused. anybody. Yeah. So I'd try that, but also know thyself, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, we hope we made you think, as always. Uh... We're recording this a little early. We may release it early, but we'll see. Go oh, wait. we forgot
1: to do a shout out to our uh, cohort in uh, Conroe, Texas, uh-huh. Randall. As always, yeah. he will be mentioned from here on out. He's our honorary Texas mascot. Mm-hmm. So, um, Randall, hope you're doing well.
0: Yeah, stay safe out there. Yep. And uh, and to everybody who uh, sends us emails, Al and uh, and everybody on the Facebook page, and John. And thank you for that. Yes. Yep. Uh. If you want to reach us, you can reach me at 4CSLewis. That is the number 4CSLewis, L-U-I-S, at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash uh, wolfsheeppod. And Matthew? Yes.
1: Oh, (laughs) um, you can reach me at bigfishministry at gmail.com or maddywalk.com. For my blog M A T T I E W A L K E or Wait M A T T I E W A L K dot com.
0: And it's perfectly frank on there and perfectly yeah. honest, so not a uh, explicit warning, but hey, just be ready to <coughs> have a very honest uh, oh, yeah expression on there. Yeah. Which is good. Well, from Luis Caveto, Matthew Walker. This is Wolfsheet.